0: Hello, my name is Sarah Sloan, and you're listening to The Sarah Sloan Show. Hope you guys are out there, because if you're not out there, where are you? You know, let's get real, let's get real deep here. Let's get real, just in general, real, real. Um, All right, so I'm joined here with my father. We We got a couple of news stories. I did want to start off with New York. Uh, there's kind of two things in this clip that I have. Uh, they talk first about Cuomo, the governor, mm. and he had been in a bit of trouble. Obviously, he had the nursing home scandal where he basically caused a lot of deaths to those uh, residing in the nursing homes because they had COVID. And he sent them straight back into the nursing home um, so they could all infect each other and die. And it caused like 15,000 deaths, basically. Mm-hmm. And he had options. He didn't have to do that. There were there were other things that could be done. Uh, Janice Dean, the weather lady for Fox News, was an instrumental part of you know bringing him down. Uh, but sadly, that wasn't even the real thing that brought him down. It was more of the sexual scandal, where mm-hmm. he had been touching a lot of uh, women inappropriately, people that worked for him. Even people that didn't work for him. Mm -hmm. Anybody. Anybody he could touch, he would touch. Any boy. Yeah. Uh, But basically, it seems like he's just not even going to get in trouble. And then the other thing in this clip is uh, they, uh, oh yeah, the district attorney. um, And just uh, the rules that are going to be made that are kind of letting criminals have, Mm -hmm. have more freedom to do what they are best at. So I'll play the clip
1: count so we've got new numbers right <laughs> we've got 15-
0: oh and sorry this is rob astorino who's being interviewed and he is a republican running for new york governor i forgot to say that mm, mm-hmm. he sounds he sounds pretty good
1: Ten thousand. i guess that's the new standard by which you can kill senior citizens yep uh with an executive order like he did uh at least a dozen you can be accused by at least a dozen women of sexual harassment or groping or forcibly touching Uh, So if you reach those thresholds, I guess you're eligible to be governor or run for governor in New York and get away with it. But interesting, though, John, I'll throw something out here. So the district attorney in Albany, a Democrat, the district attorney in Westchester, and the previous DA in Nassau County in Long Island, all three dismissed the charges or said there wasn't enough evidence to go forward against Cuomo. The one wrinkle in here is there's a new district attorney, a Republican, that just took over in Nassau County, Ann Donnelly. Be interesting to see with a a fresh set of eyes, whether or not she thinks there is enough evidence to go forward in her jurisdiction in Nassau County. That's something I think we should all watch. But, you know, Cuomo, again, he gets away scot-free, seemingly. He did this back in 14 when I called him corrupt to his face, when even many Republicans were being very silent. But he shut down the anti-corruption commission called the Moreland Commission. Right when it was leading towards his office and trying to investigate him, he just literally just shut it down.
2: As soon as it popped up on Joe Parcoco's door, uh, all (laughs) of a sudden the Moreland Commission was no more. Um, But uh, let's talk about the brand new ultra liberal Manhattan district attorney, Alvin Bragg. Busy first week here, closing uh, investigations and uh, releasing a memo which lists several crimes his office will no longer charge, including armed robbery, burglary drug dealing prostitution and the one that's really bad to me resisting arrest
0: can you imagine that
3: Mm. well no longer charge
0: (laughs) (laughs) armed robbery burglary that's a hard word to say drug dealing prostitution resisting arrest
3: boy let that be known on the street
0: oh yeah so you know
3: get out the word
0: let criminals be criminals i've always said Mm. that
2: so when these guys are getting arrested, if they beat up the cop or resist, uh, what's to prohibit them from, you know, fighting back the cops? Is there any way to stop this, Rob?
1: There is. And I'll tell you how. Michael Savage, I thought, was great, too. And he was talking about the loonies all over the place, right? You got him in San Francisco and Philadelphia was omitted from that, but also okay. Chicago. and la etc so now we got our new one here in new york city who is saying you know you can go rob a bank show a gun threaten somebody but as long as you don't actually fire the gun we're not going to charge you with an armed robbery i mean think about the invitations and then with the cops putting them in jeopardy with resisting arrest i mean how is that even possible someone is under arrest dutifully and then all of a sudden they start fighting with the cops and and they're not going to be charged with that What do you think that's gonna lead to? The way I would handle it, if I'm governor and I will be January 1st of next year, there's something in the New York State Constitution, Article 13, Section 13, where the governor has the authority to remove elected officials, including district attorney, district attorneys, if they willfully ignore the law. And so if they don't faithfully execute the law. And in this case, the district attorney, Alvin Bragg is saying, I'm going to ignore laws. I'm not going to charge people with certain crimes that I don't particularly like. He also said he's only going to go after the minimum sentencing and never going to charge anybody or ask for life without parole. So I would remove him if after a year his policy is actually implemented because that would be very dangerous.
2: You're telling us right here, if elected, Alvin Bragg continues with this plan that he's rolling out right now, you will remove him.
1: Absolutely. And it's been done in the past under very limited circumstances. Uh, you could also take cases away from him. The governor but would has you that remove authority. him. And, well, yeah, no, you can do two things. Would you, you, can you take remove cases him? away and assign it to the attorney general? Or <laughs> yeah. you I, I, I don't remove. want to give him to
2: Tish James. Would you remove him? I would. If this
1: yeah, I, I would remove if after a year he willfully ignores the law, I would remove him. Phenomenal.
0: Isn't that great? Why? Mm. Mm. If he could win. I don't know if he could. He's going to
3: run against the gal that's um, in there now, Hockle.
0: Okay, okay. It, the She's the one that's the... She's got the necklace that says Vaxxed on it, right?
3: Maybe so. Yeah. She, she's the one that took over after Cuomo. Oh, okay, yeah. She's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: She is absolutely crazy. <laughs> uh, She... Yeah, she was like talking... I never played a clip of it. I should have maybe. Uh, She was talking about the vaccines and, yeah, basically saying... Like, you need to, like, almost like it was a religion. Mm. Like, you need to honor the gods and get your vaccine. Mm. We need each other. Like, it was really, like, gross. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so at least we have someone that seems good in there,
3: Mm
0: -hmm. you know, and in the race is what I mean. What
3: is his party? Republican. He is, okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't think any Republican had a chance over there, but anyway.
0: Oh, I'm hopeful. But yeah, obviously it never really seems to happen. Mm. But one can hope. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then let's see. Uh, Okay, this is a crazy story from the Epoch Times. Uh, The California Department of Public Health, they issued a guidance that allows healthcare networks to enable uh, COVID-positive employees to keep working if they don't show any symptoms. Can you (laughs) believe that? Mm. Yeah. So, you know, if you're positive for COVID, but you're not, you know, hacking away, you don't have Mm. the headache, you Mm. didn't lose your smell and your taste, then yeah. Uh, So this is what they said. This was their statement. The department is providing temporary flexibility to help hospitals and emergency services providers respond to an unprecedented surge and staffing shortages. Hospitals have to exhaust all other options before resorting to this temporary tool. Mm. Facilities and providers using this tool should have asymptomatic COVID-19 positive workers interact only with COVID-19 positive patients to the extent possible.
3: (laughs) You know, I think it sounds like it is like last resort and it's to give flexibility when they're so short staffed, you know, they're seeing a crisis because of large number, numbers of cases. And this is the response to at least allow for these possibilities. (laughs) So, but it does seem to go against everything that they've stood for up to now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. and, And do I know the best solution? I don't. Um, I guess one idea I have is, well, if they're positive for COVID, they probably should not be around other people. Mm. Have them maybe test every day instead Mm. of these longer quarantines, you know, because a lot of organizations are still doing the 10 day. Mm. So people are out for two weeks. Well, there's no need for it. How about every day you take a test and then if you get positive or sorry, if you get negative, then you can go back. If you've been, if you get negative, and there's a week left of your quarantine.
1: Mm.
0: You, yeah, that's stupid.
3: <laughs> but they're running short on tests.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's true. And uh, the administration, the Biden administration, has done terribly on that. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and that reminds me. And I think I showed you this. Uh, I was watching this video um, where it, they were showing mask being manufactured. <laughs> Our clean, wonderful mask. It was in this nasty, dingy factory with like dirt floors it looked horrific and that's where our clean masks are being made (laughs) it was disgusting amazing yeah it's not like it's made in Mm. hospitals that are sanitized every day every Mm. hour no Mm. no so our masks that are supposed to protect us come on Mm. it's ridiculous um okay and then oh and i do want to mention this do you know much about uh much about the, the djokovic
3: Oh, yeah. I um, know a lot about that. Yeah, yeah. If,
0: do you want to give just a little bit of an explanation?
3: <laughs> yeah. He, of course, is the greatest men's tennis player uh, in the world at this time, I would say, and possibly ever. He's tied with two other gentlemen, Federer and Nadal, for uh, the record that they seem to use most, which is 20 majors. Um, there's only four tournaments every year that are considered majors. the Australian Open, French Open, Wimbledon, and U.S. Open—in that order—they occur calendar-wise. Anyway, he um, so he's tied with the other two at twenty, and he's the youngest one, um, just about a year younger than Nadal. Federer's probably too old to win anymore, so I think he's out of it. Um, anyway, Australian Open's about to start on the seventeenth of this month and there's been i'm sure there's been all kinds of things happening leading up to this Um, as the players are figuring out what are the standards how do we get into australia to qualify for the tournament be able to play and actually that kind of gets to part of the issue and that is maybe there was a difference in part between the standard for the tournament and the standard for the country Mm. you know it'd be fine if you could meet the standard for the tournament, but you first got to get in the country. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but there's been a lot of controversy about this and there may have even been something that came out, although I doubt it. They were having a hearing just the past few hours, uh, but they may not give a decision, a court hearing. Um, so he's been there a number of days. He's been held in some kind of a hotel, um, that's for this purpose. Um, there's protests in his own country, and mostly in favor of him. There's protests in Australia, mostly against him playing. Mm. I, I think it's seen like, don't give him special treatment. And he, I think what he's relying on is some rule that if you've had COVID in the last six months, then you don't need to be vaccinated. But then they've said, no, that only applies to our residents, not to foreigners. Wow. Uh, so apparently he did have something about a month ago in December. So I don't know how all this is going to be decided, but um, I think there's politics involved, even in Australia. They don't want to give the appearance that they're just giving into an elite player who has maybe a lot of clout. Also, he's not the most popular in the sense of his personality. He is kind of a, Rough and tough, and seemingly presumptuous and proud uh, type person, uh, just in his dealings with the, you know, crowds and the media and so forth. Uh, So maybe that's part of it too.
0: Wow, yeah, it's tough because you know he's such an amazing athlete. He has to be so careful in what he puts Mm -hmm. into his body. With athletes, I understand the if any of them had hesitancy with vaccines, I really mm-hmm. do understand that. Mm-hmm. I have it, and I'm not an elite athlete. Um, the hesitancy, I mm-hmm. mean. So, but then I do understand also if you have your rules and you you're breaking the rules for some people, uh, you're you know I I know that people in Australia are frustrated at how strict it is over there. That could really get people mm-hmm. even more angry if they're breaking the rules just for this elite tennis player.
3: That's right. They're kind of upset about the lockdowns and the mandates that they have suffered through. And they're they're not very sympathetic uh, for him. And as you said before, we may not be elite athletes, but last time I checked, I've only got one body Mm -hmm. and I kind of want it to function the best it can, even if it doesn't have to play tennis. Mm
0: -hmm. Just saying. Um, and then this was also something interesting in France. Um, there's a like a hundred thousand people that are protesting against the new COVID nineteen vaccine pass. Uh, yeah, hundred about a hundred and five thousand protesters took to the streets. Um, they're trying to ban unvaccinated people from public life. Is what the government's trying to do. He had made uh, the Macron Emmanuel Macron, the French president. He made comments recently. Uh, This is what he said. I really want to piss them off. And so we will continue to do so to the bitter end. That's the strategy. Mm. Yeah, so that's not really going to make people too happy to say that. Uh, Mm. He's also running for re-election, like in the next three months. Mm. But it seems like these are calculated remarks for some reason. Like Mm -hmm. he's, he's almost trying to make people want to vote for him more. I don't really understand it. But well, yeah, obviously the st-
3: vaccinated would have no trouble. Yes. Yes. And so there, I think he's trying the, to make the vaccinated happy. And there's more of those. So.
0: Yes. Yes. About uh, they had numbers. Uh, it, this this country has been very vaccinated. I'll I'll mm-hmm. give them that. Mm-hmm. They're one of the most highly vaccinated countries. Uh, more than 90 percent of people age 12 and older being fully vaccinated. 90 percent more.
3: Y- you know, it's interesting in our country. If you're in one of these areas that's so strict and you wanna, quote, have a life like AOC. You know, you <laughs> you head south and you find a place where it's not so strict. Uh, I don't think you can do that in France. No. There's no nowhere to go.
0: Yes, AOC from New York, she vacations in Florida and just tested positive for COVID nineteen. Mm. So uh, she, you know, there were pictures of her partying with all these people. They were hugging, kissing, everything. So, um, yeah, but you know, you can't criticize her unless you know it just shows that you want to date her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you got to be careful there. Uh
3: That's
0: But the the other interesting part of this is 105,000 people protesting in the streets. Mm. Why am I only seeing this on the Epoch Times? Hmm. You know, uh, there's been little protests that, you know, of January 6th protest or QAnon protest, and it's probably about like a hundred people. And the news makes it look like it's a million people. You know, they they have such a way to manipulate. They they Mm. just totally tune this out as if it's not a thing. They want everybody in the world to think that everyone's on board with the vaccines, Mm. suck it up, Mm. get over it. And you know the reality also, probably a lot of those 105,000 are actually vaccinated. Mm. But they don't want these passes. It's -hmm. just going too far. And I have no way of knowing that. But
3: Mm -hmm. I'm just assuming here. Perhaps, um, you know, they say if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, Mm. did it really fall? So if 105,000 people protest and it wasn't reported in the media, did they really protest?
0: I guess they didn't. Yeah. And and that's, that's the amazing thing, you know. Me seeing news like this, me taking in information like this, it forms who I am in the mm-hmm. end. And then there's people that never get this information. Form, that forms who they are as well.
3: If you see a protest like that and you feel similarly, it would encourage you to join in. Mm-hmm. They don't want that.
0: Yep, you're so right. Oh, and get this. Uh, police in Germany told news outlets that about 16,000 people took to to the streets in Hamburg to protest against the German government's increasingly tight COVID-19 restrictions. And Germany is considering imposing a general COVID-19 vaccine mandate for everyone who's eligible, including children.
2: Mm.
0: 16,000 is also a pretty large number, I Mm -hmm, would say. mm -hmm. And these are just the ones that we're hearing about. Right. So, you know, there are people that uh, are not for this in other countries.
3: There's a lot of information out there if you look for it mm-hmm. about adverse reactions and I'm not talking about from folks like you and I I'm talking about medical people, people in the know and they're describing the dangers and they're staying away from it and when people hear that you know it it plants seeds of doubt no they don't want to be vaccinated
0: yeah i i'm I'm really not planning on it I just have no desire whatsoever. Um, Okay, so let's go to the verse. It's going to be uh, Genesis twenty-two, verse nine. Uh, So we are currently talking about Abraham and Isaac, and uh, Abraham is has been told by God to sacrifice Isaac. So then they came to the place of which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. and he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And, uh, yeah, then basically they saw a ram... It was caught in some thickets, mm-hmm. uh, and basically they were able to sacrifice that. So God did provide the sacrifice, and th- this is just such a beautiful story. Uh, giving, you know, willing to sacrifice your only son is analogous to what God did sacrificing mm. Jesus, his only son, mm-hmm. um, for us, for our sins. So it's just a, it's, a, it's an amazing story. It did happen and we can learn to have faith like this.
3: You can look for humor in all these things. Yeah. For example, I wonder how Isaac felt when he was <laughs> bound on top of the wood, uh, and I wonder if he ever looked at his father the same after that.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be too happy with you if you did something like that to me. <laughs> Let's just say, yeah, things would be a little rough.
3: <laughs> you told me God would provide, I, I asked for What about the sacrifice? He said, God would provide, yeah, I guess it's me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's that supposed to mean, Dad? Dad?
3: (laughs) You know, I guess um, maybe as the years went by and Isaac matured, because as a a young boy, he's not going to maybe understand all that. And then, of course, if he was able to hear the voice of the angel, Mm that would bring a lot of you know confirmation as well that abraham was doing this because of god and that response from god was you know very supportive of what abraham had been doing so but anyway it's just a powerful uh, thing to even just try to imagine that level of obedience and yet that's what god asks from each of us
0: yeah, and usually when God asks you to do something, it's not really easy, and it sometimes can make you feel like a freak to do it. But then in the end, you do it, and then you're like, oh, wow, okay, mm-hmm. I get it now.
3: <laughs> you know, and it, it's interesting that very rarely is it a situation like that where God says, I want you to do it, and then he stops you before you do it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that that was pretty unique. Um, obviously, God, you know, you could imagine a plan B or something, but, you know, he, he wanted Isaac to be, you know, the offspring and, of course, be the father of Jacob, who would then be the father of all the 12 tribes and so forth, and fulfill all those promises that God had made to Abraham. Yeah. But anyway, we, we're usually not tested to that degree, but really, any time God asks us to obey in something, it's some degree, some level of testing.
0: Very true. Um, And hopefully we prove trustworthy and obedient. Um, I hope you guys learned a lot and enjoyed the show. Have a great day.